a special shear that has that's connected to Sukkot and especially to the mitzvah of building the sukkah. So, uh, I mean, a simple thing that we might ask, ask ourselves, is why the sukkah? Why is there a mitzvah of sukkah? So the most obvious reason is that, we'll see it also in the text, the most obvious reason is that when the Jews left Mitzrayim, they had to, they, they were out in uh, difficult, uh, they were in a, a difficult situation and they were in the desert and they couldn't really support themselves easily without shelter. And so a Kodesh Baruch will help them to make a sukkah. And the sukkah, of course, was a physical sukkah because they were looking for physical shelter. And yet the curiosity is that there's a machlokas tanoim, tanaim, tanaim disagree. Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Akiva about the sukkah that we built. According to Rabbi Eliezer, the sukkah is ananekavod. I mean, we know that in the desert there were these clouds that hovered across above the people and that showed them the way and protected them as they traversed the desert. So Ravaloza says that's really what Sukkot is about. It's about Ananekavod, the clouds, uh, the divine clouds that were sent to protect B'nai Yisrael by Kodesh Baruch. Rabbi Akiva, in this uh, section in the Gemara that we'll take a look at in a moment, Rabbi Akiva said, "No." Sukkot Mamash. We build the sukkah today because the people in the desert built sukkot to protect themselves from the to protect themselves from the sun, the heat, the sharav, right? All of these this special desert heat which is really oppressive. So listen again. There's a machloket between machloket between Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Akiva. Machloket between Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Akiva is what do we do when we're celebrating the holiday of Sukkot by sitting in a sukkah, which of course is built according to halachic specifications. I'm sitting in the sukkah. I'm sitting in the sukkah and uh, and what I'm really thinking about, what I'm really doing is sitting in Ananekavod. Rabbi Eliezer doesn't explain to us how you do that, how you get from a sukkah to Ananekavod. And along comes Rabbi Akiva, who is certainly an exceptional personality, who understood things in a very profound way. And he said, no, the sukkah that we sit in on sukkot is mamash. It's a real sukkah. It's something that you build. It's something that, that, that is not, you know, esoteric. 
or un unconnected, but it is a real sukkah. Now, that's the position of Rabbi Eliezer, the position of Rabbi Akiva. Now, we also know that in other sources, parallel sources to the Gemara that we're going to look at, uh, the, the names are reversed. Rabbi Akiva in other places says Anane Kavod, and in our case, in Rabbi Lazar is the one who says uh, Sukkot Mamash. Uh, if we look at the sheet, if you look at the sheet, at the bottom, one, the Pasuk says about Sukkot, Pasuk in Vayikra, Pasuk Men Gimel in Perikav Gimel, Leman Yedu Dorotechem, in order that you, what's the reason for the mitzvah of Sukkot? In order that the generation should know Kibbutz Sukkot, Shabti at Bnei Yisrael, I sat them down in Sukkot, so in this Pasuk, there is no answer to the question. Is it Sukkot Mamash or is it Ananei Kavod? We don't know the answer to that question. Is it Sukkot or Shabti at Bnei Yisrael? That's what God says in the Torah. I sat you down in Sukkot. What's, what are Sukkot? I don't know. But Rashi comes to save us. And Rashi says, Ki besukot shavti. You see the Rashi? Ananei kavod. Ananei kavod. First of all, I said, Rashi, how, how do you know that? It's a machloket tanaim. Machloket tanaim. One says mamash, and the other one says ananei kavod. How do you know which is, who is right? Who is right? And besides which, I know that Rashi usually, when he has a machloket in the and of a non-halachic uh, type. I mean, nobody says you should stop building a sukkah and you shouldn't sit in the sukkah and sukkot. So that the machloket is about an idea. Machloket is about an idea. So machloket is about an idea. Rashi usually quotes both sides of the machloket. So he should have said, he should have said, Rabbi Lazar said this, or Rabbi Akiva said that. Instead, what does Rashi say without quoting any Tanaim? Ananei kavod. Ananei kavod. How did Rashi know that? How did he know that he should say Ananei kavod? How did he know that Rabbi Lazar was right and Rabbi Akiva was wrong or the opposite? But whoever said Ananei kavod is right. On what basis? On what basis can you reject Rabbi Akiva's position so out of hand? So if you go back up a, a, a source and we look at the uh, we look at the Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch says this: Shulchan Aruch Aruchayim Luchot Sukkah Tavreish Kafei Siv Aleph, Basukot Teishvu Shivat Yamin. You should sit in a sukkah for seven days. Keep a Sukkot. Right, that's what uh, that's the possible that we just read. And the, the Shulchan Aruch says, Hey man, and they kavod. Hey man, and they kavod without any shame. He gets it from Rashi. Just as Rashi said, there are no kavod, so the Shulchan Aruch also says there are no kavod. 
שהקיפם בהם לבל יקם שרב ושמש. He says, the Adonai Kavod, what were they for? To protect them from the heat. To protect them from the heat. In order that the, the heat, the desert heat and the heat of the sun should not uh, affect them. Right? So according to the Shulchan Aruch, there's only on an Eikavod. There's only on an Eikavod. There's only on an Eikavod. So how can we build a sukkah? I mean, on an Eikavod, I mean, it's very hard to say that a sukkah and on an Eikavod are the same thing. Very hard to say that. So let's look at the Mishnah Bura. The Mishnah Bura summarizes again. The Mishnah Bura is uh, to the side there. It says, Dugmala Zet, Sivano La Sot Sukkot, Kideshin Izgor, Nora Otav. We are supposed to build Sukkot in order to remind us of the wondrous things that God did for us. And then he goes on and says, even though Yitziat Mitzrayim was Pesach, and that's in the month of Nisan, we were not commanded to make a sukkah then, because that's the summer. And people naturally put up sukkot in order to 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 create shade, the law I tadi kered asiyatenu sheim b'mitzvata shemi baraka. The people would say, "Oh, you're you're building a sukkah because it's very hot. You want to get the shade." So that's why we have to build the sukkah when we um, uh, when it's the rainy season is about to start. And that's why we were commanded to build the sukkah of the seventh month, the, which is the time of rain. And generally speaking, if a person is living out in a, in a hut or in a sukkah, he goes from the sukkah to his home, it's going to rain soon. But we do the opposite. We leave home and sit in a sukkah, sukkah. And from this we learn, we see obviously that he's doing it only because there's a mitzvah to do it. Otherwise he would never, never leave his, uh, his house to go into the sukkah. And then the Mishnah adds this, right, the latter deciders that he depends on, that he should uh, intend when he sits in the sukkah, he says, he says, there are two things that we have to remember. We have to remember that the sukkah is Zechel Yitzhak Mitzrayim. We see it in the sukkah because 
we left Mitzrayim, we went to the desert, and God took care of us. That's one thing we have to remember. And the second thing that we have to remember is Ananei Kavod, Zecher Ananei Kavod, Shehikiflan Azaleinu, Vagenaleinu, etc. So the Cholze, he says, the Mishtabura, the Cholze, all this memory business is letzeiti there mitzvah ketikuna. You have to do the mitzvah in a proper manner. The Eved, yotzei kol shekivan letzeit levat. So it turns out, according to the Mishtabura, according to the, according to, to the Mishtabura, that you sit in the sukkah. And besides the fact that the sukkah reminds us of the goodness that God bestowed upon us in the desert. The acharonim that he quotes, the, the later deciders all agree that you have to think about Yitziad Mitzrayim. The sukkah reminds us of Yitziad Mitzrayim, right? Because it's it's a special sukkah. It's not a a, a, sh- a shaded it's not for shade it's for something special for something special a sukkah a special kind of sukkah and that special kind of sukkah should also be zecher should also remind us of the clouds that god provided that god provided for us so in other words according to this mishnah the Sukkah reminds us also of Yitziat Mitzrayim. That's the Sukkah Mamash. We were in a place in Mitzrayim and then we were in a different place in the desert. And it reminds us also of Ananei Kavod. It doesn't mean that the Sukkah is Ananei Kavod, but it reminds us of Ananei Kavod so that the resolution of the Machloket between Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Akiva is that it's both somehow it's Ananei Kavod it reminds us it's not it isn't Ananei Kavod I mean it's a sukkah but it reminds us of Ananei Kavod because that's what we want to be reminded of and it also reminds us of Yitziat Mitzrayim right so that's the mamash of the of the sukkah and, and and everybody would agree with that, and that's why Rashi, that's why Rashi sort of said that ki b'sukot oshavti at bnei Yisrael when I sat you down in sukkah, it was it was ananei kavod, because that's the eran, that's what you have to also think about. You have to think about ananei kavod. So you could say, in a simple manner, that bnei Yisrael are commanded to build a sukkah on Sukkot, right? But if you ask me, what is it supposed to remind me of? What am I supposed to think about? What is the kavanah, the intention of the mitzvah when I sit in the sukkah? So I have to say, well, on the one hand, it's a mitzvah, and that mitzvah is in memory of the sukkah that I sat in in the desert whenever I stopped I had to make a sukkah in order to in order to get uh, I had to build a sukkah in order to get shade but besides that 
besides that I have to remember that the sukkah is something that took place after Yitziat Mitzrayim it could only have happened if Yitziat Mitzrayim happened and so that's the the real meaning of mamash the real meaning of mamash but I think about the fact that God protected us that God was concerned about us and that this was true all the years in the desert the good years and the bad years the times that B'nai Yisrael were able to follow the directives that they were given the times of B'nai Yisrael were unable to follow those those directives all of that all of that has to do with Ananei Kavod that the Sukkah is reminds us that there was such a thing as Ananei Kavod such a thing as Ananei Kavod so we we kind of solved the problem we understand that uh, Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Akiva perhaps didn't really have a machloket. They didn't disagree with each other. They just, each of them represented a different aspect of the mitzvah of sukkah. I sit in the sukkah because that's where I was after Yitziat Mitzrayim. That's what I have to think about. And I was protected by heaven from the difficulties of desert life. And according to Rabbi Eliezer, according to Rabbi Eliezer, I remember that that protection existed even when we moved from place to place where the physical sukkah would not be sufficient. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu helped us with Anani HaKavod. Helped us spiritually, helped us religiously, helped us pragmatically. And that may be the reason that Rashi Rashi said but it doesn't mean that there's no real sukkah it, it doesn't mean that because that's how we build the sukkah every year according to the directives of, of the halakha we, we were very careful with building the sukkah only the Torah could have told us about the sukkah that we build on on Sukkot. So we had a question and we have an answer. But in order to uh, uh, see the question and the answer in a kind of deeper way, we have to look at the Gemara in uh, in Sukkot, Daf Yud Aleph Omer Beis. Right, it's on the top of the sheet. Zehaklau called the Rashbekavot Tuma. It's only made out of something that is mekabel tuma that uh, that can be infected by unclean things, infected, and also gidulovin aretz that grows from the ground. So I will see it in 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 the Rashi, but I want to just first uh, learn the Gemara. The Gemara says zeaklau. What is the biblical source? Reish Lokish said there's a posuk. Aid is a kind of a cloud. Comes up from the ground. It's like a, it's like a cloud. A rain cloud. 
מה אי דבר שאינו מקבל טומא וגידולו מן הארץ? But it comes out of the ground. It says, Eid Yaleh min ha'aretz. Afsukah, davar she'eino mekabel tumo v'gidulo min ha'aretz. And this is a little strange. Usually the pasuk, when the Gemara quotes a pasuk, it sort of like tells you something about, we want to know something about a sukkah. We want to know something about a sukkah. So we quote a pasuk of Eid Yaleh min ha'aretz, and you see, It's on the sheet next to the last source. We look at the two last, these two psukim about the creation of man. It says, "Kol siyach asadet terem yeba aretz." There was no nothing growing. The kol esav asadet terem yitzmach, and the grasses were not yet growing. Kilohim tira Hashem elokim al aretz. There was no rain. Adam ayin lavodet adama. And this is a famous Rashi. Rashi says, "Adam ayin." Lavodet Adama. What do you mean? There's no man to work that he was going to go to Gan Eden. The workforce in Gan Eden was very limited. They didn't have to work in Gan Eden. They didn't work in Gan Eden. So why does the pasuk say Adam Ayin Lavodet Adama? Lavodet Adama. So Rashi says Adam Ayin Lavodet Adama. Lavodet Adama means to daven. For the Adama, uh, Rashi says that the Rashi is here on the sheet. Yeah. When man figured out that things had to grow in order for the world to continue to exist, he davened and the rain came down the trees and the grasses started to grow so again there's a this idea in rashi of awareness god created the world but there was something missing and the special nature of man was that he was able to intuit that something was missing he understood that some, and that the thing that was missing, he would be able to contribute. He, man, would be able to, to contribute to the creation of the world by davening. Interesting. Interesting. So man davened, and things started to grow. You needed somebody who realized that there was something missing, something... You could call it out of the box, you know. Like there's man, Adam Ayin. We needed man because the world could not go on, could not grow, could not develop without prayer, without somebody supplicating heaven. I mean, you could say, uh, you could say that that's what prayer is. Prayer is an agreement between man and God. It's not about getting what you want, but it's rather the idea that there is this idea that man can can finalize it, can make it possible that the world without the prayer that man can inject into that world, that understanding that he has about what is actually happening, 
that man is able in that way, man is able in that way to contribute and finalize the world, the creation, the creation of the world. So that's what Adam Ayin, Lavodet Adama means. The Torah gives us a hint, according to Rashi, about what the purpose of the creation of man was. It was like God had created a world which was like a, a Maduro Dam. You know, like it was, it was frozen. It just wasn't working yet. And man was going to be created in order to make that world work. And what is man's contribution to making the world work? His contribution is going to be prayer. But before he prays, he, he has an awareness. He understands something. That without that understanding, there can't be creation. So now let's go back. I'm sorry, then there's another pasuk. The second pasuk is that the, the cloud came up from the ground, right? The, the wet came up, uh, came up from the, from the earth and uh, watered the, watered everything. And of course the question is, what does that puzzle have to do with the puzzle before, not the puzzle after it? What, what, what is the idea? Let me know. So Rashi helps us. Rashi helps us. Rashi says, It's on the sheet. If you have the sheet, we're talking about the creation of man. Right, man was created out of dirt, out of the earth. So they came from the bottom, from the from the bottom of the of the world. The water came up and watered the clouds in order that the earth should be pliable and usable uh, like you know when you when you knead the dough first you put water and then you mush it around so that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did in creating man it says that he took earth from the four corners of the world but he had to have water and the water before uh, before the creation, according to Rashi, before the creation, the water was not going to water the land because there was nobody there yet to pray for it. So in, a, in an exceptional way, God made the water come up and that water was used to create man, for the creation of man. That's, what, that's how Rashi understands it. So if we go back to the Gemara, we go back, we go back to the Gemara. The Gemara says, Zach Cloud. The Gemara says, How do we know this? Omar Eish Lakish, Eish Lakish, Eretz Israel, the son in law of Rabbi Yochanan, Omar Kra, Eid Yalem in Haaretz. Eid Yalem in Haaretz, we just read that postage. Eid Yalem in Haaretz means we need the water in order to create man, right? Yes, that's right. Right? Right? The, the aid, the, the, the moisture that comes out of the ground has these two conditions. 
it's not you can't you can't uh, make it into something that is un, unacceptable we can do love in Aretz and it grows out of the ground that's what it says in the Pasuk Avsukah and this part we don't understand Avsukah what do you mean the Sukkah should be that way right so the Gevara goes on and says everybody if you hold that the Sukkah equals Ananei Kavod somehow Ananei Kavod then I could understand this drusha from the Eid Yalem in Aretz because it's water, a cloud coming up from the ground. I mean, I could, I could, but if we say that the sukkah that's referred to is a physical sukkah, my ikalameva, my ikalameva, what's the connection between this pasuk and the sukkah? The Tanya, and there's a writer that says, keep the sukkah to Shafi Yisrael, right? And the Brisa says, Anane Kavoda you, that's Rashi. Remember Rashi? Rashi said, Anane Kavoda you, the very Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Akiva, Omer Sukkot, Mamasha, Tsulahem. No, no, Rabbi Akiva says, as we said before, Sukkot, Mamash. Anichol, the Rabbi Eliezer. Right? So, okay, so. So it's Rabbi Eliezer who's being defended. Rabbi Eliezer said, Ananei Kavot, Eid Yalevinad Min Haaretz. Ela Rabbi Akiva, Ma'ikel Neymar. But how does Rabbi Akiva deal with this? Where the Pesach has nothing to do with Sukkot Mamash. Biyata Rabdimei, Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Rabdimei came and quoted Rabbi Yochanan, right, the previous generation of Makro. Chaga Sukkot HaSelecha. We look uh, at the bottom of the sheet. There's a pasuk from in Devarim, Perik Tetzayin, pasuk Yudkim, Chagat Sukkot Aselicha, Shivat Yamim, Basmecha Migornecha Miyigvecha. Right. So, right. So, as our Gemara says, Ravdimi Yomar Rav Yochanan, Makroha. Chagat Sukkot Aselicha, Makish Sukkah Lechagiga. Chagiga is a korban. That we bring every day on Sukkot. The Korban is not the Kabel Tuma of the Gidulomina and somehow it grows out of the ground. We'll see, Rashi will explain it. It's referring to the. Referring to the uh, so it looks like. It looks like the Gemara suggested a pasuk, in order to explain why the schach is the way it is. The schach is the way it is. That's what we, that's what we learn. But the Gemara said that that only works according to Rabbi Eliezer. It's only if you say Anani Kavod. It doesn't work according to Rabbi Akiva, so the Gemara uh, sort of abandoned that line of thinking and moved on to Rabbi Yochanan. And Rabbi Yochanan said there's another source that teaches us that the Schach of the Sukkah, that the Schach of the Sukkah is Davar Sheidov HaKabel Tumah, Vigidullah Menar, it grows out of the ground, but it's not Mikabel Tumah, not Mikabel Tumah.
Okay. So what I wanted, I want us to think about is the original idea that the Gemara had of Eid Yalem in Haaretz. I mean, it, it's true that the Gemara seems to reject it. It presents it and rejects it. But I think we all we all could agree that um, I think we could all, all, all agree if, if the Gemara presents something as an option even if it rejects it um, ultimately it, it, it doesn't mean that it rejects its assumption that this might be uh, the way it is right so Rashi says this Ananim clouds, Gidulei Karka Ninu. They they are like considered to grow out of the ground. With Sukkah, the Ananim Yalfina. Sukkah is something to do with clouds. Sharei Zechel Ananei Kavodhu. After all, the Sukkah is to remind us about Ananei Kavod. There's a pasuk that says, "Keep the sukkot of Shabti, umetagaminon, arei matlut anane." That the shade comes from the from the ananim, from the ananim. Okay, ain't mekabel tuma. Rashi says, "Delona emra tuma." The only thing that could become Tome are these categories, like vessels, food, drink, and a person. And that's certainly the Anane Akavra, I'm not one of those. Uh, they're not one of those. Uh, Anani kavur hayu sukot shamar katuv shol shivam bamidbar are anani kavod, according to Rabbi Eliezer. Sukot mamash, Rashi says, What is sukot mamash? Why do you need sukot? Because it's very hot. Bishat chaniyatam hayu osim sukot when they when they stopped, uh, when they camped, they had to build sukot to keep themselves out of the heat. Uh, how do we know that they didn't use all these things that are mekabel tuma in uh, in the schach and the sukkot to cover up the sukkot so there'll be shade, right? Ki chagiga somehow it's connected to chagiga. What do we learn from Chagiga? I told you there's a korban. Kol beheimot le Rabbi Yochanan gidule karka hei. Boy to Rabbi Yochanan, animals, beheimot, are also in the category of gidule karka, they grow out of the ground. She, she min hakarka gideilim v'nitzonim, if all they eat, the food they eat comes out of the ground, so they grow out of the ground. Avodagim, umelach, ufmeim, and pitriot, but fish, 
Saul, Patriot, they're not considered to be things that grow out of the ground. So when it comes to giving ma'aser, the animals are also called something that grew out of the ground. He put the money, right? Pre- me pre vigidule karka umiu kevan delo kama milta the rabbi yochanan the ha parchinam although we don't accept rabbi yochanan you see rabbi yochanan back to the gemara if you want to rabbi divi over rabbi yochanan am akrach i just thought i said with her makish sukkah lechad giga machad giga shalar shayda mekabel tuma vigidule minaharetz a sukkah delar shayda mekabel tuma vigidule minaharetz so, so we're left with two attempts to answer the question. The question is, how do we know? How do we know that the schach on a sukkah has to be gidul of inaretz, the eno mekabel tuma? So the first answer was the eid yale min haaretz, right? The eid yale min haaretz. And that works only for the one who holds Rabbi Eliezer Anani Yakovov, but does not work for Rabbi uh, Yakiva, who holds Sukkot Mamash. Then we have the position, so we reject that position, at least half of it, but it still exists if you hold the position, still good if you hold Anani Yakovov, still hold if you hold Anani Yakovov. Along comes Rabbi Yochanan, he has a different idea, Makish Sukkah Giga. So the animal that you bring as a korban, Gidulo Mina Aretz, Ve'enu Mekabel Tumah, and therefore that's how the Sukkah should be, Dabar She'enu Mekabel Tumah, Ve'gidulo Mina Aretz. So we're still left with the idea that the Eidya Lemina Aretz works according to Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Ezra said, who said Anane Kavod, or anybody who says Anane Kavod can still use the possible and that remains a kind of a mystery. What does Ha'aretz have to do with the Sukkah? So the answer might be, the answer might be that like what is the Eid in Aretz according to Rashi? We learn that that's about the creation of man. It's about the creation of man and the creation of man. The, cre- the creation of man was done by God taking water and mud and shaping a man and, and creating him. And that man, that man that was created, that man that was created was special. He was especially he was different than the animals. He was different than the fish. And he was different than the birds. Because the fish and the birds and the animals, they all had a pattern of living which was fixed and immutable. 
they did what they did, some of it very clever and very much uh, uh, indicating their talents, but they were fixed in a pattern that didn't really ever change. And so that if there's a beaver who is able to build a, a, uh, a dam and dam up a lot of water, I mean, it's very remarkable, very remarkable that he's able to do that. Uh, nevertheless, that's it. That's what he can do. He'll just do it again and again, nonstop, until all the water inside is dammed up. But man is different. Man has the capacity to evaluate things, to remake the way they are to do something special, to do something that, that you hadn't even thought about. You didn't know that it would be done. And so, so Rashi explains that man was the one who was going to daven. And by davening, man was going to create the world. Everything would start growing, whatever it would be. That's all because of davening all because of davening but Rashi makes it very clear Rashi makes it very clear when man came into the world into a world that was fixed that was set that you couldn't change and he saw that there was something needed, that the rain was needed, that there had to be something that would change in the world, a world where there was no rain and everything was stultified, to a world where there would be rain and things would develop and change. When man understood that he davened in order that the change should be effected in order that that change should be affected. So it may be, it may be, I would say, that one of the capacities that man has is to be able to see things on two levels at all times. On the one hand, man can see things pragmatically. This is, this is something that works. This is something that we need. This is something that we can do, but man can also see things in a more spiritual way. Like, what does it mean to be protected? What does it mean to somehow be under the auspices of God? What does all of that mean? What does that mean? So we come to the Mitzvah of Sukkah. And the mitzvah sukkah, mitzvah sukkah is, well, it's a real thing. It's a real sukkah. We build it. We're very clever. We take the rules and the, and the, the halachot, that initial halachot, we apply them to the reality. We do it year after year after year. But the Tanoim told us, Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Akiva, that may be why the names are switched around in other sources because there was no machloket. There was no difference of opinion. Everybody agreed that you have to build a sukkah. 
And everybody understands that the sukkah that you built is real. Right? It's a real it's a real sukkah. It's not an imaginary sukkah. It's a mamash. It's a sukkah mamash. But the amazing thing, the amazing thing is that we can think about divine protection as ananei kavod. We can think about that. And therefore, Rashi is right when he says, Ki Yisrael, Ki Yisrael, that that means it doesn't mean that the sukkah is not real. It's real. It just means that the sukkah has another dimension to it. When you think about the Jews going in the desert from place to place under the divine auspices, protected by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's Ananei Kavod. That's Ananei Kavod. I mean, anybody can build a sukkah, but not every sukkah represents divine protection. And that's what, what happened on, on Sukkot. Uh, this, I just want to remind you all that this Sheyur was given in memory of Dr. Chuck Feldman as are all the Sheyurim on Chagim and Moadim. And I wish you all Chag uh, Sameach, Shabbat Shalom, Gemar Chatimah Tova, all the best.